Hi everyone, before we get started today, I wanted to share a word with you and a special offer for all of our listeners from our terrific sponsor at 212. Now, if you haven't heard of 212 and you're a startup founder, you need to make sure you don't miss what I'm about to say. At the heart of every business is your cap table. It's how you know who owns what of the business, and not only is it essential to understanding your ownership, but it's also increasingly a legal requirement expected of you by investors and regulators alike. But managing a cap table on an Excel spreadsheet is a nightmare. Trust me, I myself have done it, and it's not something I'm proud of, nor would I do it again. After having raised money from over 2,100 investors via regulation crowdfunding. That's why when it comes to cap table management, I switched over to 212 and I'm not looking back. With their white glove onboarding service included for free, I was up and running with our cap table solution in no time. Now I should note something really important. Other cap table providers on the market price based on your number of investors, which means when it comes to managing all of your investors, especially from online raises, you can be paying thousands of dollars in yearly fees. And that's what makes 212 far and away the best and most cost-affordable option on the market for startup founders. With 212, you pay one flat fee of $240 a year, regardless of how many investors you have, and you get their full suite of features right out of the box without any hidden fees. One of my favorite features is the ability to see how much you'll get diluted if you take that next check. If you're a founder or an investor, you owe it to yourself to check out the 212 website at 212.co. That's T-W-O-1-2.co. And get this, they're giving King's Crowd listeners an additional 25% off your first year membership with discount code KINGSCROWD25. Dilution is real, complex, and expensive. For just $20 a month, well, 15 after the discount code, you can sleep easy at night and be ready when your next investor says yes. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the King's Crowd Startup Investor Podcast. Today, I am very excited to be joined by Emily Chizek, who is the founder of The Postage uh, and CEO, I believe. So I'm looking forward to having a great conversation with her about a really, really interesting company. I got to hear her pitch recently at a pitch competition, and I was so fascinated by what they're building and felt the need for their product very much so uh, from my own experience in life. So I'm excited to share this story with you about what they're up to, both as a product and as a potential investment opportunity uh, that's currently available. So with that, I will kick it off to Emily. Emily, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk more about the postage and uh, dive into more of what we talked about last time we were together. Yeah, absolutely. So Emily, for those who don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you're doing at the postage. Sure. So I ended up, um, I kind of will give the backstory about three years, almost four years ago, I ended up losing um, three people that were really close to me, both grandmothers and my cousin's 13 month old passed away in a six week period where I really got to see under a microscope, 
the variances and how people planned, why they planned the resources available to them. And so what I recognize is really an opportunity to make not only, you know, end of life planning easier, but today in organizing all of your affairs, your documents, your passwords. And so really being able to design a platform that makes it easy for people to really have an operating system for them and their families so that um, if anything happens, really everything's in one place. Because if I can make that easier, then I can make the process um, really after life and what families deal with so much better because then they can really process loss and celebrate life and really think about a person's legacy versus where's this document and doing the scavenger hunt and, and all of that. And so because I recognize that gap, I, uh, I just started doing research and uh, we ended up launching in October of 2020, our full national product. And so we've been really trying to change lives since then. That's fantastic. And I, I you know, I know when my grandparents had passed and I would say my grandparents were very organized, thoughtful about the whole process. And even still, I think it took my parents like two years to be able to cancel their TV bill because they didn't have the right number to get into the account and X, Y, and Z. And it, it is amazing to me just how painful the process can be, especially when the parents uh, or whoever's passing has no planning in place. Um, there was a lot of different moving parts. I remember when they were kind of going through it, but can you break down for us some of the kind of key areas that you helped solve for um, in getting things set up so that, you know, when these things do, you know, inevitably occur, you're in a good place? Absolutely. Um, yeah. So on average, to, to mark on your point, the average um, dealing with all of the after affairs takes three months of full-time work. So 500 plus hours, and that is still with some organization. So you can just imagine where there's not organization or if there's scavenger hunts, how long that can take. Um, so really, yeah, the postage is, we um, basically pride ourselves on being a place where all of that can be organized. So we have a password manager where you can store all your passwords. And, and that doesn't just mean your online accounts, but that also means, hey, I have a safe in this room or I have a safety deposit box at this bank and really being able to lay out all of those utilities and family and home kind of um, uh, resources and companies that you work with so that there's an easy source of truth um, there. We also have a document storage component, which really isn't like a Dropbox. It, it actually allows you um, to organize, share, and we kind of organize it for you. So we say, hey, do you have this kind of document? Hey, mm -hmm. if you don't, you don't have a will, actually you can create that on our platform. So we also have a way for you to create um, documents as well, which will be kind of building in our product roadmap as we develop um, different documents for you. So you not, not only can you store them, share them with your loved ones, whether it's today or tomorrow, but you can also create them. We also have a, a really a digital vault where you can organize all your pictures, um, actually a messaging component as well. So you can pre-write messages that you want delivered in the future. So whether that's, hey, here are some instructions after I pass or a really PS I love you, sweet message, birthday message, whatever it may be and memories that you want for your family to carry on for generation to generation, you're able to record, store and have all of that um, in one place. And so really the core kind of key products today are your will and wishes, 
your digital vault, and then your messaging and memories. Um, and as we kind of build on our roadmap, it'll be integrating things like being able to create trust, um, prenups, other levels of um, family experiences and life where it's really important for you to be organized and, and kind of house that information. In my experience, I'm, I'm curious, do you guys also have a, is it like creating power of attorney for certain individuals in your family as well? Yeah. So that is part of kind of our will package to date. And then as we kind of grow, raise the money and all of that, we'll be integrating other um, kind of documents. I think the only area that we won't um, touch on is the healthcare space, but that will be because we have trusted partners that really understand um, the healthcare, healthcare directive side and what's really important. You know, sure, there's some things on the legal side for healthcare, but there's what doctors are actually going to consider and look at. And so working with those types of partners really will be how we um, deliver those kind of components. Something that I found really interesting that you had mentioned during your pitch was kind of the moments in time when people decide to engage with a product like this. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so really the key components are after you have children, that's really when you start thinking about a will. You go on your first vacation after you have kids and you're like, oh shoot, what if something happens? What, what do my kids do? Where does that stuff go? So you really think about it then. Otherwise it is pinpoints around, there's a health scare. You have aging parents and there's something that triggers that. So they um, are getting older. They um, are getting, you know, are starting to forget a few things and things like that. That's when they start thinking about it. Um, but really what's been interesting too and a lot of our customer base is, is female, they start thinking about, you know, in your 50s, how is my family going to remember me? How are they going to know all the family stories? How are they going to know what heirlooms mean what? And so really starting hmm. to um, create those messages and those memories is a way that people also come in um, because that is more, uh, you know, emotional. And, and I think sometimes people, well, not sometimes, a lot of times people have trouble thinking about our mortality, but actually once you work through that, you're able to be more present and think about how you should live with an intention and what you should leave behind. Um, and so that's something I pride my team on. Every like meeting that we have, we start with this game called the death deck, which pulls a card, you answer a question, just so we know what our customers are going through, what are those pinpoints in their life so that we can really deliver the best product for them um, to really make it them present today and being able to think about their futures. Yeah, that was actually something I wanted to dive deeper into. Having the conversation, bringing it up for a lot of people is very, very hard. Have you gotten any feedback from users that it's helped open the conversation or guide it in the right direction? Yeah, I think what happens is there's so much information out there. There's so many steps that people get really overwhelmed. And so what we've been able to do is really break it down by, okay, we know these things about you. Here are the five things you need to be thinking about. And because it's a really methodical um, step process, they're able to kind of take that emotion out of it and really have more of a, almost like a business discussion. And granted, it's not business, but it takes that... Um, extra pressure of, oh my goodness, I'm overwhelmed. There's so many steps. I don't know what to do out of it so that people can really work through those things easily, quickly, um, and thoughtfully, and then really focus on what's most important. Very, very cool. Um, so once folks are up and running, you know, how do you monetize this business? 
Sure. So there's a couple um, ways we do that. So we have a couple different plans where people can actually purchase their will upfront for $75 for mm. individuals and then $125 for couples. And then what they do is they end up paying a subscription where they can do unlimited updates and they can have access to the rest of the platform. If people don't ha already have a will or don't want to create that for whatever reason, they have the option of just paying a subscription that includes everything else, which as laws change, as updates happen, we're going to be in continually in, in touch with you so that you know, oh, here are the other things you need to be thinking about as you go through um, your life. And then kind of on the revenue, we also have um, revenue from partners which is really our growth engine, partnering with wealth management groups, insurance, and, and all of the adjacent industries that make this you know, opportunity really exciting is they actually are providing this tool to their clients. And so they're paying us for access to the platform and, and set up fees um, for that. So that's really how we monetize um, our model. Got it. It's been interesting as I was kind of doing some background work on the company, there is kind of this growing trend and discussion around what they call death tech, uh, which is an interesting term. Um, but I, I think it makes a lot of sense. There is a lot that is very antiquated about this process at, at end of life and, and things like that. Um, how have you funded the business to date? Sure. So we did a round that was 900,000 back in April. We closed on April 1st of 2020. So my first oh, wow. day as a full-time CEO was everything shutting down. Hopefully you get your money, but you close this round. <laughs> so we ended up um, raising then. That was from angels, um, friends and family, and that sort of round. We then um, had an extension in the spring because I really recognized after looking up through the data and seeing what was the thing that got people to convert. And it was actually the creation of the documents hmm. um, that got them to convert. So it ended up pulling that forward in our roadmap by six months, getting that live. And so that um, extension really helped us get there. And now that we've had those established front doors um, out there, we are now raising for marketing scale and, and that sort of growth, but all has been through angels, um, up to this point. I think what we're doing with the crowdfunding campaign is gearing up to, to leverage scale, but then have a larger round um, later in 2022 or early 2023. Got it. And what does the team look like today? Yeah. So we have six folks, um, all of us on the board and my CTO have been um, part of successful startups. And so um, really having a back background and expertise in bringing non-traditionally online businesses and bringing them online. So I would, what I call unsexy industry. So energy, um, uh, bundling internet cable and all of that, because that wasn't a thing until, uh, you know, 10 years ago, internet of things. And so bringing that same approach to this business really felt like a good fit because it is still life, um, oriented and it is something that exists, you know, before it was door to door for electricity, you know, today it's people have shoe boxes and, and documents all over. Well, we're kind of bringing that next phase. So, um, that's, what's really exciting. I, my CTO is has had five successful exits and he really built our platform so exceptionally well from a security perspective and, and beyond um, that even Microsoft featured us in their keynote at their um, .NET conference last year. And so really proud of the team and, and where we're growing. 
in terms of the capital raise, where are you raising it? Which platform and, and what's kind of the use of funds? Sure. So we are on micro ventures. We're raising up to um, 500K. Most of that will be related to product development, marketing, um, and growing a couple positions. So getting somebody in for business development, because like I said, I've been doing a lot of the partnership relationships. And so getting someone else in there that can really make that fly um, is really what's key to, to um, our raise. No, I, I'm excited to talk about that because I, I did think that was really interesting. Let, let's talk about that business development opportunity. What are the groups that you're targeting um, and how will they help you kind of grow the business and your user base? Sure. So I think the key groups, while there's so many adjacent industries, the key groups that we're focused on is wealth management, insurance, um, and actually enterprise HR. So think like PEOs, think Gusto, think groups like that, because really this is a business that really makes sense as an add-on to um, reduce churn, um, really build relationships. So like, for example, wealth managers, they have a problem connecting with the next generation. It's like 66% of um, the kids, the beneficiaries end up leaving their financial planner within a Mm. year. And then widows, it's like 80% within a year. So if you can build a relationship without having to increase operational costs by a high level and build those things so that every generation is getting invited to this platform where, oh, that's, you know, my dad's guy, he's been managing everything. He knows where everything is. I just need to log into that portal and, oh, there he is. It, it really becomes um, a value add and a stickiness. It increases stickiness for those groups. And so what that does for us is signing a deal with one group ends up bringing us 5,000 customers at a time, 10,000 customers at a time, where it's more predictable revenue than uh, the B2C side and the cost of acquisition is, is much more affordable. I think we did a lot of testing and learning in our first year, and it it is expensive to get your brand and to acquire customers out there. And while we've learned a lot and know how to optimize that, this really, those relationships will be kind of our key growth engine as we move forward. I think that's so interesting because you're right. A, a lot goes into kind of the financial planning. And I think there are many people that are, are pretty good at, you know, planning for end of life in terms of what their finances will look like, how that's set up. But then there's that tactical element. And so much of that is left out. If your financial advisor can really help you think about how all of this will be managed. Exactly. And it just makes so much sense from my perspective, at least. Yeah. Um, and if we can down the road, be able to actually integrate with those businesses so that if a person has a really sophisticated estate. And so they want an estate lawyer more involved, or if they mm-hmm. want um, their advisor involved in, in multiple people, rather than ha- their kids having to make 15 phone calls and nothing's right. put together. It's just a one source of truth where, um, you know, we can all work together to better kind of the experiences that we're having through life. Yeah. And it'd be better than digging through boxes and trying to find paperwork and, <laughs> yeah. oh, my accountant's name is what, like those sorts of, those sorts of things. So. What, what are some of the, the features and, and product capabilities you're most excited about adding to the platform uh, going into the future? I think, um, I think adding on to what we have as far as the wills and the functionality related to trust is really important. But I also am really excited about eventually having a marketplace for those partners where, for example, I am in my 30s. I am a female um, 
the, the financial planner of my parents' age is probably not the financial planner that I'm looking for. And so being able to connect our users in a very authentic way with advisors and um, folks that really make sense for their, who they are and where they've come from, I think yeah. is really exciting for me. And I think the fact that our base is 65% female, I, I think there's some competitors out there that are doing really well, but they haven't cracked um, kind of the female market. And um, I'm really excited to help women actually be empowered to do this and find the right advisors for themselves and really take control of, of their lives and their futures. I think in, in the past, um, a lot of women have depended on their husbands to kind of manage a lot of this stuff. Well, now the power is at their fingertips and um, being at the head of that is really exciting to me. Um, and so that's kind of one of the features um, that I'm excited about, but there's so many, I mean, I have ideas every day on, oh, we should do this here loom thing where if somebody dies and they're fighting over here looms, we just like put it into a database and here's what you guys get. And yeah, <laughs> there's so many, there's so many uh, uh, random ideas I have like that. Yeah, do some really, estate sales off of it. All yeah, exactly. Stuff. Like integrated with a sales platform that then gets more people into the platform using it. Yeah. I got all sorts of increasing LTV kind of ideas. So yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so for you, from your perspective, if you think two to three years out from now, what does success look like for you in the business? Sure. Um, do you mean vision wise, or do you mean like exit strategy, long-term strategy that way? Mm, um, I would say vision wise. Vision wise. I think we are going to be the special meld of legal tech and fintech where we're really helping people change the way they plan for the future, how they view planning and how they carry out their everyday lives. So that we're really impacting families today um, for tomorrow. And, and what that really, we're national, we've got a lot of great partnerships, we're really growing um, and all that path for um, really big and great things, I guess, is the way I would summarize it without too many forward-looking statements. No, I, I love that. And, and what do you think are kind of the greatest barriers, challenges uh, that could hold you back from getting where you want to be? I think the biggest barriers are, well, one, it is, I think the B2C side was really tough in cracking that in how we acquire and how expensive that is. I think that now moving more to focusing on that partnerships has really going to be able to actually help us grow the B2C side, but also leverage really a really fast um, growth um, trajectory. I think also what's going to be a challenge and because there's this boom in death tech and like when I wrote my 50 page business plan, there was like three guys out there. Now there's a bunch. So really what's happening to me when I go and raise is people lump us all together while we're hmm. servicing very different needs. So being very clear on here's what we're doing, here's how we're serving people and here's how we're self helping people and how we can differentiate within death tech, because there are a bunch of great groups out there doing a lot of great things that people just kind of lump us together. And so I think from a fundraising perspective, that's been an interesting challenge of, oh, like actually what they do is completely different. They're dealing with healthcare. They're dealing with this. Um, so I think that's something. Um, and then really people being more open. I think COVID has allowed people to be more, to open their eyes on, yeah. okay, there is this thing 
I am, you know, not going to be here forever. And so working through those challenges and letting people um, do that in a very authentic, good way, um, I think is there's a fine line on the messaging and, and all of that. And we've learned a lot and um, I'm excited about that. But there's always going to be some people who are very um, scared to work through that. And so if we can make that that much easier, um, we understand that, you know, that may be a challenge. Um, it hasn't at this point, but um, but that's what I want to change is people being more open and understanding about this so that they can really have more authentic relationships and be present in their lives. So, No, I, I love it. And I, I mean, I, I genuinely believe that this is a needed and necessary service that has to be out there. And that's why I wanted to make sure we got to tell your story. Um, for those who are looking for you, to utilize as a product for those looking to invest, where are the places that they should go? Sure. So it's just the postage.com um, is our website. There is a slash for investors page, but there is also, um, you could just go directly to micro ventures on their crowdfunding section. And we're the first uh, deal on the page. So we'd love to have you um, be part of this because we are for all of you. We are for all the people out there. And so to have you be a part of it just really made sense and why we did um, ended up going to do crowdfunding. So, fantastic. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you, Emily. Congrats again on everything that you have accomplished at the postage. Very excited for you and your team and for what it can mean for a lot of people. Um, and for those who are interested, you heard it here first. You go to microventures.com to find their deal. Thank you so much for your time today, Emily. Yes, thank you.